everybody. Welcome to the 2A Street. 2A Street. Oh. I've got Abe over there. How's everybody doing? Abe, yeah. I really like you. I like you too. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's good. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if we say that enough about the appreciation that we have for other truly, people. Truly. You, you know, so um, for all the world to see in here, I appreciate having you in my life. Likewise, homie. And, uh, you know, that inspires me to make me want to do things with you. Mm -hmm. I, I know that we both have busy lifestyles and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and it's nice. I, I like when we get a chance to hang out. We, we had dinner together the other night and uh, it was good times. We had our, uh, our ladies together and just talking. We got all uh, a good way political. We uh -huh. just talked about things that bothered us, uh, not just in, in the church, but uh, in the world that we live in. Uh -huh. um, and then one of the ones that popped up recently, though, is, is one that is concerning to me. Um, I, it doesn't really affect you and I just because of the way that we that we roll. I don't think anybody has expectations or would be surprised if we did this. Uh. Um, but there was a, a statement that a pastor of one church can't attend a service of a different church or something like that. I mean, we we know that people transist in and out of churches all over the place. Uh -huh. This is a pretty regular thing, and it sucks. But uh -huh. um, but it is it's something that's happening as people are trying to fulfill. But when you have somebody that's, uh, you know, one of your youth or something that's been set free and all that, and uh, they're getting baptized or doing something at a different church, why isn't it okay for their ex-pastor to go and attend and just watch them get baptized? You know, how come there's so much politics in the church that, that it's, you know, a conflict or something for somebody to go and, and watch somebody get baptized at a different church? You know, you, you see what I'm picking up here? Because... Uh, I think that these kind of politics within a church are uh, are just not the right way of doing things, right. man. Why does this happen? Why, why are we at this in the church? I don't know, man. It's just so political nowadays, man. And, it, and it, you know, I guess it's one of those things where it's like it's a conflict of interest. We should never be in a church. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like you and I should never be in a church. <laughs> It should never happen in a church where you're afraid or where you say you can't visit the next yeah. church or you can't uh, have association with the church. We actually should be encouraging uh, each other together. To together, you know what I'm saying, and build together, yeah. you know what I'm saying, because then we are stronger together if we, if we come together like this. But then if, we, if you uh, politicize things to the point where you can't visit another church, mm -hmm. I a question that I don't understand. Yeah, don't so um, so you've been in church a lot longer than I have. Um, you know, is this a recent thing? Has it always been this way? Uh, is it corporate? Is it a money-based thing? As far as you can tell, I mean, we're not professionals at, at this by any means. We just know the things that we like and dislike about the, the environment. I mean, we're trying to change that. I mean, I... I did a push once to try and unite all the youth groups within this. I wasn't saying that we all get together every week or something, but maybe every quarter or something that we just get all the youth groups in, in, in our city here to get together and just do something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and I mean, some responded well and other ones went, you talk to that other church. Why wouldn't I talk to that? Other? You know, and, and I mean, we're all aiming for the same thing, which is making healthy youth yes. and all that kind yes. of stuff. And so, has it been a change? Has it always been that way? Like, back, back home, you know, was it a problem if you, if you crossed that road and went to that church, even though it was the same brand of church, which, which still drives me crazy as well, but nonetheless, is, you know, do, do you have any history on, on this kind of thing, on, on how we got no, here I don't, today? I don't have a history with that right there. I just feel like, you know, uh, sometimes 
we feel we feel threatened with things that we don't know. Yeah, you know I'm saying when you just feel like, all right, if you go over there, maybe you might like it, then you're gonna stay over there. Instead of just saying, okay, go over there and learn what you can, mm. because we're gonna learn something from different people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't know if it's gotten worse now or whatever. I just know that this thing right here is not right. Mm. You know, we should allow ourselves or our people to go out there and learn as much as they can and become the best them. You know, they can because if you as long as you're under one roof, mm -hmm. you're always gonna think that you're the best. Yeah. But the moment that you step out there and then you realize that people are doing greater things, yeah, you know, then you're gonna have to pucker up and say, Oh, I gotta do something. You know what I'm saying? Cause I go the, the reason why I speak so passionately on these topics is mm -hmm. that I go to different places and yeah, I, I sure. see how things are run yeah. and I'm like, huh, this could be an improvement. You, you take you know, the best of all. That's yeah. what it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is where we gotta allow the people that we're leading to be they self, go out there and find out and mm -hmm. figure out how they can be better. People. Well, and, and that's the thing is that shouldn't that be a healthy thing for our, for our people that if they go somewhere and pick up something that they weren't getting with us, that just makes them a greater individual. Isn't that the ultimate goal for us is to help people be better people regardless Absolutely. of where they're getting it from? Absolutely. So, but that's where I can't help but think maybe it's a corporate and money thing is because there shouldn't be any threat to us that if they go somewhere and are getting topped up better, mm -hmm. we, we have nothing to lose. But then the right? thing is, this, here's, the, here's another thing, one other point, because if I feel like, okay, you're going to that place and you're being, you, 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 it, it, it kind of shows to me maybe that I am not feeding you well mm -hmm. or I'm not taking care of you well because if you if I if I'm if I'm in a selfish mode then I'm gonna mm. think that everything that you need you're gonna get it from me. Mm. Right? But then the moment that you step out there and then you start telling me about man this this guy right here he's good yeah. you know what I'm saying he's done it done then I might feel a little bit funny yeah. about it. You know what I mean? And now I'm gonna question myself why didn't I do that? You know what yeah. I mean? Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. You know, because that's just a shallow. So, so now, now, I mean, you, you've already answered it, but I just want to hit it just slightly deeper. Is is uh, one of the oldest sayings out there is you can't please everybody. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 100. Do you sometimes, so you've been in creative compilation for a lot longer than I have. Mm. Um, I mean, arguably, I may have never... I might still not be. I mean, the show might run just because yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right? I mean, sometimes I don't give myself credit. That's all fine. But do you get in that mindset? And have you been in and out of that what you're doing is meant for everybody? And and when it doesn't hit everybody, you feel bad about that or, or, or try and analyze on why you're not the best for everybody. You know what I mean? Is that we run the two ways. The people that want us will find us. Mm -hmm. And, and we're not interested in everybody else out mm -hmm. there is because the seeds that we plant in those that are finding us will mutate into something that will reach those other. We, like we believe in compound whatever we do, whatever you want to call what we do. Compound outreach, I guess, is that we know that helping one person is going to help 10 people. 100. Right? You so know, uh, Tupac said it well. He said, uh, I'm just paraphrasing and summarizing. Yeah. He said, I might not start the revolution. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to spark a fire in somebody that's going right. to start that revolution. Right. And this is how we have to think about these things. You know, it's a, it's a lonely way of thinking if you think that you're going to reach everybody. Hmm. You cannot. No, not, not everybody's going to be reached by this thing right here. Facebook is not going to reach everybody. Yeah. They got different platforms too now right. that are like Facebook. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So you just have to accept that, you know, uh, the people that you're supposed to reach to mm. will hear you. They will find you. 
You know what I mean? You don't mm -hmm. even have to find them. They'll find you yeah. because your gift is going to bring the people to you. You know, so if you're comfortable now in your gifting, mm -hmm. you're not afraid of people leaving you. Yeah. You're not afraid of people saying, you know, I'm done or whatever. Yes, there is seasons people are going to take off, but you are not afraid of that. Yeah. I'm not afraid if I don't reach to a certain kind of people because I know the people that I'm supposed to reach out to, yeah. they'll find me. Well, what if your paycheck depended on it? Then we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Then we got so, a problem. All right. So, I mean, is that the foundation of it overall? Is it, I mean, there, there is no secret that the church is in a decline, uh -huh. right? Um, there's less people going in to a physical building. Uh -huh. There's more people catching it online. Yeah. Uh, there's less people being members. Uh, may or may not be less people tithing, right? I mean, all those are connected. Sure. Is it a lot of people that are online don't necessarily tithe? Right, the outlets aren't necessarily available. Uh, some of the churches who have been around longer have not made their online presence well enough so that people can do the things that they need to either make it easy to donate or, you know, it's it's becoming this very organic, wide-reaching thing. I mean, if I listen to two or three different church services online, uh -huh. do I really have a home church at that point? You know what I mean? There's uh -huh. there's a lot of different variables that are on there and and has maybe just the church not, and I'm talking big C church, has it not adapted well enough then to the changing times of how people are actually taking in Christianity? Are, are, are we not adapting well as big C church to, to reach the people? And then if we are reaching them, to inspire them to pay them bills. You know what I mean? So first of all, first of all, um, we need to have a home church. Hmm. Everybody needs a home church. Because you need somebody who's going to be looking at your life in the sense of ground. accountability. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we need to have a home church as a believer in Christ. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, um, uh, everything runs on money. Yeah. You know, these buildings that, mm -hmm. that, that, they, that, that uh, people are going into need electricity, need AC, need cleaning, mm -hmm. so many other things. You know what I mean? So yes, we need to give. You know what I mean? Even if you're online... And you want listening to somebody who's mm -hmm. blessing you. You need to give to that person yeah. too, because it's just it, it's just the, the, it's just it's simple economics. You mm -hmm. gotta give. You know what I'm saying? If you don't give, then you know you're not gonna get. Well, it's command too in there. That right? is a command. So, you know what I mean? But but you know there is that mentality though these days, um, and and maybe always. I don't, I don't know mm -hmm. um, that we serve one God, you know, one Christ, and if I am taking in everything that I need through that, then why do I need to have a home church? You know what I mean? Is that my home church would be in Jesus. Mm -hmm. So why, why would I need to be in a physical building? And then that's the whole thing is that there's that mentality is that right. I am doing everything I need to as a Christian. I'm filling all of this. So I, there is, there is something to be said about hanging with a believer. Hmm. There is something to be said about seeing, uh, talking to somebody that has the same beliefs mm -hmm. system as you do. You know, with going back to isolation, if you are on the net, you're still on your own. You might have your family with you, mm -hmm. but you're still on your own. Mm -hmm. You know, you still want to expose your kids to kids that have the same beliefs. So you need a building. Mm -hmm. You've got to step out there and be about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you wait, then you're just going to isolate yourself. And you think that yeah. everything is good. Your life is well and everything, you know, but 
you're forsaking the assembling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, it's, it's funny is that this is leading into that second part of it is that there's the one half where the, the church needs to be doing the proper outreach and all that. And then certain churches are going to be able to hit each, each segment uh, in their own way. But then there's sometimes as us as the believers that are always looking for a church that can fulfill all my needs <laughs> as well. You know, you know right, what I mean? And, right. and it's interesting because we see it all the time is that, well, you know, I didn't like the music. And then you're sitting there, oh, that's not the only part of being a believer yes. is whether or not you're in tune with the music yeah. or, or something like that. And I do think that there should be a large focus on the youth program for sure is if my kids aren't feeling fulfilled, that needs to be looked at for, for sure. sure. That, yeah. that should be a priority. Yeah. But for those without children, you need to get it a different way then yeah. as well. And then there's almost too many times where you, you hear the people come in and, oh, well, they, they had muffins and I only like cookies. <laughs> and you're kind of, <laughs> you, you know, and, and, yeah. and that's the thing is that I, I think that we've gotten to the point where there's so many expectations that we have that the world should be catering to our every need in yeah, a certain exactly. way. Yes. And, and I don't think that that's the right way to be approaching the church, right? It is the right way. We, we need to have more hope and faith that everything that's lining up for us is going to come in the way that it's supposed to, in the form that the Lord wants us to, and we're going to be able to consume it that way. But if we focus at just the building and the people that are there to fulfill all those needs, then that again is the devil coming That's in right. from a different angle, yep. just leading to unrealistic expectations Absolutely. about what a group of people can do Absolutely. for you. Yes. So it's, I don't know, man, we're in a big mess <laughs> as it sits right now. Uh-huh. And and I'm not sure, I, I know that we can start some things, but I'm not sure if we're the ones to finish it because there are so many of these things that we're seeing about, well, you can't go over there, that's a conflict, you know, even though that might be better. But I mean, even sitting down for coffee with a different pastor raises eyebrows, you know, and we, we've got to want more for people than this. You know what, like, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. You know, this is like, I, I, you asked a question if churches are catching up with the times or something like that. Yeah. Is, uh, a lot of churches are stuck. Okay. Right. They are stuck in uh, uh, a, a, an old way of doing things. Mm-hmm. The Bible does not change. Yeah. But the cha- people in the church, they change. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Styles come in they come and, and they go. Yeah. And if you stick to a certain way of doing things and you refuse to evolve, mm-hmm. you're not going to move. Yeah. The people will come in and leave. Yeah. Right? But then if you're going to be uh, uh, conscious enough to say, I'm going to reach this certain kind of people, mm-hmm. and those people don't come, mm-hmm. you need to reevaluate that. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right. And, and keep on. Keep on. Yeah. Because you're reaching to carnal people, yeah. right? You might be a believer for 20, 30 years. You're still fighting that carnal thing, yeah. right? So you have to be able to understand the area that you're living in. Mm-hmm. So people don't do these things. I don't know why. Yeah. I just don't get it, yeah. right? You have a building. Do the trial and error. Experiment with yeah. things. Pray about it, of course, but experiment with mm-hmm. things. Different things. Well, see where that gets you. Well, and that's the thing is that uh, I'll see if we can find it or at least find some kind of summary because I think it would hopefully solidify some of the points that we're trying to make. But if I ask you just straight up right now, how many different styles of teaching did Jesus use? Mm. You're not going to wow. say only one. Man. Right? Wow. You know what I mean? Is is that he went one day from being extremely passive, even to the point of telling parables, Right. I'm going to even just put this in you in a way that you actually have to think about it to flipping tables, 
right? Yeah. Over in the temple. Yeah. Those are two very extreme ways of, of teaching lessons. How come we can't adapt? How come in modern days we can't look at this and go, oh my goodness, today I need to talk in parables to that guy. Uh-huh. I need to flip that guy's table. <laughs> you, well, you, want, you want to know, you want to know another thing is that a lot of these churches, they're board run, right? So they got the board out here. And, and when you're accountable to the board, to the people out here in these sweets, yeah. you're messed up in the head because you're, you're watching your step. Yeah. You feel me? That's so not right. This, this actually answers my question. Then you are afraid mm-hmm. to just move out there and say, let me do something different. Man. Because it's got to go through these people right here. Man, if you are listed as the head of a church, you are the decision maker. Yeah. You are the person that is running it. And if the people, if your congregation is not like that, they can go somewhere else. They should be following you because they follow your values and the way that you teach and the way that you preach and the way that you run. All of that stuff should be your decision. Exactly. If the people are running it for you, then they're running it for themselves. Yeah, and and just look at it like like this right here. We got a lot of people, a lot of preachers that we hear about, oh, this one, they just preach about money. Mm -hmm. This one just preaches about this and that. But you got people going there. Yeah. Why are people going there? Because we're following that message. The president's got a message to follow it. That's right. The preaching. Right, but then when you have say twelve men mm-hmm. that you have to that you're accountable to, to how when, when was it that twelve men ever came to an uh, to to <laughs> agree on one thing? Yeah, okay. So one of them tried to kill the leader. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's when twelve people got together. We saw how about that. One hundred. Y'all feel me? And so now, if we especially like with the with a lot of churches are not they, they're not spirit driven in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. They, it's all mental. You know, we gotta reach this goal. We gotta do this. Of course, we have to do that. But yeah. then we gotta be in the spirit as well. Yeah, yeah I mean to understand that this pastor God set him over there mm-hmm. to do a work. If yeah. he does something wrong, it's answerable to God, not to us. Yes, it's absolutely. To God. And if he's in tune with God, God going, going, is going to convict him yeah. when he does something wrong. That's right. You feel me? And if he's not in tune with God, then, yeah, the people are going to start talking like, man, you know, that don't make no sense. Yeah. You feel me? But if you're accountable to people, now to men that are, that, that are still called the board out here in this piece, you're not going to just out, come out here and say, you know, repent, because they're going to look at you like, what the heck? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not what's on the schedule for you to preach. Yeah. You feel me? So... We, we got to huh. move away from that situation yeah. and then just move with the times and understand mm-hmm. that the Bible don't change, but we're going to change. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We're going to we go through seasons. We go through mm-hmm. things that we're just going to be like, ah, you know, and then yep. you got to be in tune with the people. Yeah. Well, and that was one of the things that came up at our dinner uh, and it just blew my mind was uh, when we we're talking about Mark Driscoll and the Mars Church there, where I thought it was a big deal on why he's no longer <laughs> there, you know? But, but the guy, you know, people decided that he's a bully and all that kind of stuff and he gets the boot. You know, he had a way of doing things. He had a way of laying down a message. He had a direction that he was taking. And then, so instead of, I, I don't want to use the word crucifying him, but instead of kicking him on out of there, just leave. Yeah. Just leave. But no, now they shut down the resource for 12 different plants or something like that that he had, you know. All just because the, the the way that he was running it. I mean, I, I just there's some things where if your name is attached to be in that church, then people have a choice to yes. either be there or not. Just because you feel like 
you've already contributed so much is not a reason just to stay and then suddenly have a disdain for your leader now. Right. If you do not like what right. your leader's doing, don't follow. Don't follow, exactly. You know, it doesn't exactly. matter if you've been there for the past 10 years, 15 years or anything. Right. Your investment was utilized at its time. It did what it was supposed to in order yeah. to take it to the next level. Yeah. Right? Just because you're no longer needed there or don't want to be there anymore does not discredit everything that you contributed up till that point. It is okay to go. Right? If you're not finding what you need there. Now, again, <laughs> not every need is to be fulfilled by yeah. a church. There's supposed to be different exits into that. And, you know, you got to understand, know. too, that, you know, a lot of these uh, 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 leaders in churches, they, 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 they don't want to miss their, their meal ticket, right? So they got to be careful in how, yeah. they, how they bring change in people's lives or in mm -hmm. the church. So then what happens, like right now, we all, the economy is messed up. Mm -hmm. If you leave as a pastor, where you going to go, where you going to get the same paycheck yeah, that you were yeah, getting? I, I know. I get it that it's hard. I get it. I get it that paychecks are on the line yeah. when, when we're talking about people, especially in small churches. When you're dealing with mega church, okay, it's, it's a different story. It's a different playing field. Uh -huh. They also run things differently. Right. Right. They didn't get there. They didn't get to mega church status by not adapting. So, <laughs> so... I don't want to go there just yet, but, but when we're talking <laughs> small up. church, uh -huh. when, when you got 20, 40, 60 members or something like that that are tithing, you know, the best that they can and all that. And then again, that's variable depending on their emotional well-being yeah. at the point yeah. in time. You know, you got to learn on how to adapt and focus and all that because anybody new that's coming in, if you're just sticking with the traditional point of views or only the point of views of the people that are tithing, you're in another death spiral of, man, well, then now you're not going to bring in anybody new and you won't be able to please the people that are here tithing. So you're, you're going to find yourself out on the streets anyways, right? It's and, just, and, you know, it all boils down to this too, right? Like, if I'm a leader and say I've been doing this thing right here for the, for, for the past, say, six years, seven mm -hmm. years, and um, only produce... One baptism, mm. two baptisms. Mm. I got to question my ministry. You know what I'm saying? Because then now I got people jumping from this one to the next one. Yeah. And they was ready, but I just never brought it up. That's right. That's right. And then in a couple of months, you're telling me that they 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 already getting baptized. Yeah. What was I? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You feel me? Absolutely. So then I got to question my ministry too. One hundred. Yep. Like how many? Converts if I, if I, yeah. if I, uh, and have. how is it within a couple of months that somebody's ready to be baptized in a new church? How, how is that possible? How is that possible? You know what I mean? How is that possible? So, some people are working, you know, with the leading of the spirit, you feel me? And they're walking in that lane and say, Yo, we, we really, really, really want you mm -hmm. to know Christ. Yeah. And to know Christ, you want, we want you to be in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And this is an outward. Uh, action of what is going on on That's the right. inside. That's right. So if I don't have that, you see, the number, the, my ministry should be measured by the amount of souls that get saved. Mm -hmm. And now, how many people have I actually yeah. led to Christ? Yeah. I'm not talking about convenience sake, where they yeah. say, "Oh yeah, I live in Urdu, just look for you." No, yeah, exactly. I'm talking about you just pounding the streets and going out there. That's right. And, That's right. And, and but you can't to... measure this until years later. There you go. Usually. 100 right and, and that's I mean? the thing but if you can't if you can't reach me now and my kids right now then my kids aren't going to come back around and become full functioning go. tithing people you know what i mean and that's the thing is that we need to have the the right fulfillment for all that is that you need to take a look at your youth program and see where it's at if your youth program is doing well then that helps 
you know, spread everything else because yeah. that is your next generation of attending. Yeah. You know, so if you're starting to see the 12, 13, 14 year olds sitting in main church service, right? Again, that the separated church model is interesting too, where you got all these different programs. You, know, uh-huh. you don't want crying babies in the congregation because they distract from the mess. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. But there's, it's just not the way that I do it. Yeah, you know, and, and that's fine. We all have different ways of doing outreach and all that. But babies are not a burden to, to our church. Uh-huh. Kids that are hyperactive are not a burden to the church. I mean, uh-huh. this is that whole village mentality. You know, it takes multiple people, you know. So just because you miss two and a half minutes of the church service, the sermon... Because your kid needs to go to the washroom, that's that's not a burden, right? Man, you know, right. and but but I think that that's where we trained our people to to only have what's convenient for them, where they get a chance to cherry pick all the things that work for them, uh-huh. and then disregard everything that's that right. doesn't. You know, yeah. and and it's a very dangerous place for us to be in. I mean, it's supposed to be uncomfortable. It's supposed to be inconvenient. I mean, when you're making the decision to move somewhere else, it should be a year long process. Oh, it should be a six month process of. Okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. Have you exhausted everything that just because you don't like the music for, for this? Have you tried talking to the people that are doing it and, and all that? Like, what steps have you taken to see if there's things that, that the way that you connect with God are being met? Uh-huh. And I'm not saying everything. I'm not saying it's cookies, right? And it's really important that I, that I reinforce that is because there won't be anywhere that you go that, that has everything that 100. you need. Exactly. Or if they have everything you need, then it's mentality anyways. It's your own mentality of deciding whether or not you need that because certain things become disposable, uh-huh. right? Like, uh, well, they don't have their own building, right? Well, to some people that's a problem. To others it's not. It's just your mentality. Yeah. It, it's only when you get to a certain point where you go... It'd be really nice if we had a building. Then that's you again, starting to create expectations out that's of your right. church. Yeah. Man, they came here as a plant. They're, they're not supposed to have a building right now. So if you need a physical building, then what is it that you need it for? right? And is there a different kind of outreach or program? Or are they doing something just not at your convenient time and day you know, that is actually going to give you the reason to have a building? Yes. You know, you got to really analyze your mentality on why are you interested in doing those things over there, right? Right. So for me, I'm not a music guy. I like music, but that's not how I connect. The way that I actually connect and get my inputs is the main sermon Mm. and then the other inputs from people like you even. You know, um, I was telling my wife that you end up giving me a lot more, uh, I don't know, spiritual well-being than most of the other things that I partake in, you know, and then that's a very good thing. But if that's the way that I get, why would I expect my home church to be as fulfilling as what you are to me? Right. They're two separate things, right? And on the same note, my contribution to you right now is time and talent. That's Mm -hmm. the best I can offer you. Eventually, if you are my home spiritual well-being... You're going to start seeing an AK on them, you know, donations on your website, right? But but that's the thing, though, is that that was a really important point for you to bring up before, at the beginning of this one, is you need to have somewhere where you're contributing. You have to. If somebody is giving something to you, you need to pay them, whether it's time, talent, or treasure, right? We talk about that (laughs) a lot, man. And then that's the thing is that I, I hope at this point that you're getting enough time and talent from me mm-hmm. that you're feeling fulfilled so 100. that I don't become a burden to you. For real, right? for real, yeah. I want to convert that to money, right? Of course I do. Right? I want you to know that, that your time 
and and all that is appreciated. Uh -huh. But we have Likewise, those talks outside, and, and this right? This is it, right? Like you know, like if we don't if we don't um, give to each other. Then it becomes one way, and yeah. then it becomes bothersome. Well, let's call it two A Street. Two A Street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to give. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If if you don't give, ain't no way you're gonna receive. It it, it, it don't necessarily just mean financially. Yeah. Relationally, it, yeah. you know, it can be anything. Yeah. You know, so we have to uh, make it a point to give. <laughs> if I if I give you of my time, show me appreciation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. it's just a simple thank you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's appreciation. That's giving something. Because people take and they ain't even give nothing. That's right. You don't even say thank you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, and that's one of the things that I really... Uh, this, this is the only time where I, I will support uh, the likes and the followers and all that stuff. Is uh, you and I, you know, when we do get together, uh -huh. we sit there and talk about, you know, the stats of our latest podcast and all that kind of stuff. And it's inspiring that when we're getting a new follower or just getting somebody clicking the like because they paid attention. That's what, that right? That is all I need. I don't need, you know, the rest of it that comes with it, but the fact that somebody has listened to it, yeah. that's all we need. Yeah. The acknowledgement that somebody is out there and it actually meant something. And, and that usually, for me to click like on something, usually means that it, that it hit me well enough to yeah. say, I appreciate you. Yeah. That's what that means when yeah. it's a like. But if I'm doing the selfie with the homeless kid in Africa, I don't know if I want y'all liking that. You know what I mean? Because I'm posting that for a different reason. You know what I mean? But, but that's the thing is that all y'all that are listening to us in California over that's crazy. We're getting some crazy stats out of California. That's awesome, and, man. And I mean, that's, that's really just inspiring yeah, yeah. That, that you're all listening down there. I mean, that's, that's really great. And then the ones on the, the VRTV over there, man, just people all the time they're doing a little heart and some of them it's it's broken english but they're they're listening that's and, and that's a really big deal right that's amazing, is because yeah. that's what it is is that it's time people are paying us in their time because time is money out yeah, there yeah and if you're taking 30 minutes we are asking for 30 minutes a week out of people and if they're making that dude that's a lot of time that's that people are putting long. into us, that's man. A lot of time so so it's very inspiring. So for all of you out there that, that are not sure if you want to click a like, that's what it does for us. It doesn't lead to anything else other than just inspire us to continue to know that we're putting out a message that is reaching somebody. And as Abe was talking about before, that something might inspire somebody else exactly. to do some other things as well. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing yeah. is that we're, we're not doing the whole click the like, slap the like and subscribe because, uh, you know, we're going to monetize it because that's not what we're interested in. We, we get paid. We have both regular jobs and uh, we just know that here we're trying to inspire change in this 100. world. Yes. And, and just hitting that uh, allows us to do that. So um, Absolutely. Do you, do you have anything else there, Abe? No, man. This, this, is, uh, this is good stuff, this man. Is this is healthy. This was a healthy conversation <laughs> to have. Because, uh, yeah. you know, I, I always find that it's uh, almost taboo to talk about whether it's positive or negative about church, uh -huh. right? Which is really weird. It's weird. It, you know, you it's, talk, it's building. Yeah. You can't, you, can't uh, you have to talk about the pros and the cons and understand that, you know, it's, it's all from a good place. Yeah. If you beat it, then we got a problem. Yeah. But then if it's something that's building, then, we, then we're doing something right. Well, it, that's the thing is that bitterness already means we're on the wrong path. Yeah. Right? So that means that we have to analyze how we're looking at things exactly. and how we're experiencing things. Exactly. Because if we have negativity or something and we're concerned or jealous about somebody going over there, look at your own heart. Look at your heart, you got to find out where your heart's yeah. at. Because if they are in a healthier place, 
we should bless them on their way. Yes. Go. Yes. You know, what yes. is it, go in peace? <laughs> yes. How many times is that written in the book? You know what I mean? <laughs> is it all we want for others is for them to be peaceful and healthy and enveloped by the Lord. Yeah. If they are getting that, then they are blessed. What, honey? And we should be part of We should want to be part of that. Absolutely. You know, if they're finding blessing, then we need to find Absolutely. out on how they're finding it. Like, I mean, I'll go on for days. <laughs> this was the two A's. Two A's, y'all. That is Abe over there. Oh. He's at abemaweo.com if you want to find him. Or Conversations with Abe on Google Play Music and iTunes, SoundCloud. You find him on there, man. This guy is amazing and Let's inspiring. Go. And he's got links Appreciate to lots it. of others as well. Feel free to, to hit a like on this episode. Like that post. <laughs> Let's just get a baseline gauge for all y'all that are listening over there. But no, we appreciate all of you. Um, I don't think we would have made it this far if not for the inspiring, you know, just quick likes. Yeah, and, man, that means a and, lot. Uh, there's, there's only been a handful of people that actually approach us and say, hey, nice work out there. But it's enough. It's enough to keep us it's going. Great, man. So, so let's do yeah. it. So again, the two-way street. Have a great day.